cheese. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. All right, welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. How are that you? That is good. I am good. Apparently, you meant to say well and not good. They mean different oh, things. Whatever. I'm just... If anybody, if you're listening, this is not a bloody English language fucking podcast. Welcome <laughs> if you're listening on the podcast if or if you're watching it on our new Two Brothers Entertainment YouTube channel. Speaking of Two Brothers Entertainment, you should follow that on the socials as well as Two Drink Cinema because yes. things are coming up soon. They are. Very exciting. Speaking of things, we're doing Tootsie this week. That's a thing, yeah. It is a thing. And our cocktail for Tootsie is from a book. This one. Yes, it's from a book and also from the movie. It is. I have slightly varied the. um, That's a good drawing. That's a pretty good drawing. Of Go Tootsie Go. Go Tootsie Roll. It's not a great song. Um, We'll get back to that. It is. I've I've altered it slightly. Okay. Based on our preferences. Good. Uh, So it's nothing like what it originally is. It's called the Dubonnet Cocktail. It's a Dubonnet Cocktail, which she orders, he orders during the movie. So I just want to give a tip if you run a major liquor store, yes, that part of its advertising is that their staff know stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a store of this major liquor store. Yeah. Okay. And I said, "Have you got any Dubonnet?" Yeah. And he didn't know, and so he went to the computer. Yeah. And he typed, and he didn't know how to spell it, so I told him how to spell it, and then he goes. Is it this Dubonnet aperitif? <laughs> can't even say aperitif. <laughs> and I looked oh. at the screen and I went, yes. So this is uh, based on the Dubonnet aperitif. Aperitif. <laughs> and yes. you've done things to it. If you want all of the quantities, they've just come up on the screen uh, or they're about to for the YouTube viewers and they're on our socials yep. for uh, everybody else. So it's Dubonnet gin. Yep. Uh, I put a bit of lime juice in it just to do something else. Okay. And I topped it with a little bit of soda water. Okay. And it looks like this. It looks That is what it looks like. Dubonnet is like an aperitif of like a red wine or something. In the past, we haven't liked those kind of things. So no, the ruby port we didn't like. So cheers. cheers. We'll see how we go. Ooh. I'm glad you did the soda water. I'm glad it's in the lime juice. Because if that wasn't watered down, I would not be drinking it. Oh, my heart is burning. Is it meant to be like a cocktail drink or is it meant to be an aperitif? It's a meant to be, basically, it's just meant to be gin and dubonnet with a twist. Yeah, well, this picture has a full glass. Yeah, two so ounces dubonnet yeah. and two ounces gin is not going to fill a martini glass. Well, it almost did. Oh, really? There's not that much soda water in there. Anyway. It's not too bad. Um, that's a solid... It tastes like something else I can't put my finger on. Oh, yeah. We need to score this. It's week three. I'll, it's got I an... swear I'll get, I'll get it. It's got another... It tastes like a something else. That's a stupid sentence. You know tastes what I mean? Like, like it reminds me of another drink. Nah. It looks like another drink. It's doable. I think it'd be better if it was colder, but that's my fault. I made it. Um, we need to get more patreons.com forward slash two drink cinema so we can buy you a little chilling fridge to keep your spirits chilled. I could just put them in the fridge. There's, it's a big fridge with a plenty of room. No, but... 
Oh, and it's, it's a mug list. I also decided this is not movie related at all. Yep. I'm going I'm to buy an air fryer. I'm just going to do it. Oh, when they have one at Aldi, they're good. Or you can it. buy air fryer. Yeah, you can buy like an air fryer oven from Kmart, which I don't get because an air fryer really is just a small quick oven. It doesn't do actually fry. fry. I, just, I don't need an oven. Now, and you can't even open your oven door. That's true. Landlord, anyway. if you're listening. Um, okay. <laughs> going to get kicked out now. So. All right. I think it's a solid. Oh, it tastes. Oh, fuck. It's really annoying me. It reminds me of something else. It's actually quite painful. Okay. Yeah, it's. Mm, I'm going to give it a two, two and, and a half. half. Yeah. Yeah. It's just average. I probably. If it was like. I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a go. I wouldn't drink it though. If you Dustin I mean? Hoffman was sitting at a lounge with me. And he I'd said, drink one. He said, I'll get a, I'm like, make it too. Yeah. But. After I had some sort of mental break. If Dustin Hoffman was sitting in a cocktail lounge with us, we wouldn't be able to have the words to order any drinks. But if Dustin Hoffman came into a bar I was at, I would order it for him. Oh, yeah. Let's have it together. I had a drink with Tootsie. And he'd go, oh, fuck, another fan trying to get me. I don't even fucking like aperitifs. And he's like, oh, God, I didn't even drink it in the movie. I'm sick of this dubbinette aperitif shit. why, Why can't people just remember me from Meet the Fockers? I was thinking that the other day about... Why can't people just remember me from no, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? He's good Terrible. in he's good in Meet the Fuckers. Him and Babs are pretty good. But you know, I was thinking the other day about Robert De Niro, not Archie De Niro. Not his... They're not related with yeah. him. Um, about how there's a generation of people that are like Robert De Niro. Oh, you mean the guy from Bad Grandpa? Yeah. Like, no... Robert De Niro. There was somebody, there was an interview with, um, uh, what's her name? Julie Andrews. Oh, yeah. And Graham Norton. I feel like I've said this before. And he said, there's a, there's a, basically you can tell there are older people that come up and go, loved you in Sound of Music and Mary Poppins. Yeah. And then there's yeah. younger people that are like, you were great in Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries. And then I saw, it must have been in the same interview on Graham Norton. Where mm. her granddaughter went to a party and they played Mary Poppins. And her granddaughter was like three or four years old. Had no idea. Yeah. Had no idea that her grandma was Mary Poppins, yeah. but recognised her. So spent the whole time of the movie just like oh. up at the, like right at the TV at screen. The TV, like completely looking at, looking confused. At the TV, looking at grandma going, yeah. It's kind of the same, but different. Yeah. Because it's been sixty years. Yes, it's kind of the same but different. Not sure if she would. She does still look good for her age. She does. She doesn't so you, sound anything like she used to. Well, she had the issues. Yeah, that's an issue. Not that's beard issues. <laughs> she had an issue with her beard. Vocal cords. It was, it was constraining her vocal yeah. cords. Um, all right. Oh, so two point five yeah. for the Dubonet aperitif cocktail. Dubonet. Uh, the Dubonet aperitif cocktail. How? Much drinking is in the movie. Uh, thanks to Jessica Lang, I believe yep. we can up this score. So there's there's a couple of parties where there's champagne. There, at his birthday party in their apartment, which is a cool apartment actually. Yeah, for out-of-work actors, I'd live there. it's pretty cool. Not with Bill Murray, but I'd live there. No. And at the party that the Broadway producer hosts, there's lots of champagne. Yep. And when they go on their first date, whoever it is, they drink. They, he goes into the Russian tea room and drinks. Yes, there's that's the Dubonet cocktail. And then the character-based drinking of Jessica Lange. She basically, if she's not acting on the show, yeah, she uh, basically has a white wine. Yeah, if she I was just going to bring... A drink for today was almost just going to be a bottle of white wine. A bottle of white each. wine each. Yeah, because that's almost... I reckon that's what she goes through. If she's not... Yeah, if she's not... In her nurse costume, acting in the hospital. Yeah. She's drinking. Yeah. So it's a five out of five. I think it's a five as well. Because yeah. there's also a quote um, about drinking. Why do you drink so Why much? Why do you drink so much? Because it's not fattening and it's not good for me. How many things can you say that about? Yeah. And I wrote that down and went, I get this chick. I'm going to get this on a t-shirt. I'm like, <laughs> she gets life. It's the two drink cinema slogan. It is. <laughs> 
So for alcoholicness on the Archie Q De Niro scale, it's a 7.5. That's pretty good. Five out of five think... for uh, the movie and two and a half out of five for the cocktail. It's one of the few movies where it seems like one of the characters is actually an alcoholic. Yeah. I don't feel like we've, we've done a lot of movies where they drink a lot. Like The Godfather. There's a lot of drinking. There you go. Past flashback to yep. an old episode. Yep. They drink a lot, but it's not like one character drinks the whole movie. Yeah. It's There's... all 10 of the characters drinking. Yeah, a Jessica lot. Lang is quite possibly an alcoholic in this movie. She's good. She is good. She's very lovely. Like in a late 70s, early 80s, lovely lady yeah. type way. She She didn't stay lovely. Once she met Ryan Murphy and became just a bitch in the no, well, American that's, Horror Story. That's all I really know her from is American Horror Story. So to see her be this quite lovely, a little bit of Vaseline on the lens. she's She won an Oscar for this. Yeah? Yeah. Best supporting. Yeah. She was good. She was good. Maybe it was just a slow year. Did she cry? A little bit. Yeah, crying helps. But, she, you know, it's, it's one of those performances nowadays... You watch a performance and go, oh, that's Oscar worthy. This you're watching, you don't, you can't, it's kind of like, it's she's good. But there's no, you know, generally these days the Oscars go crazy for, oh my God, they had a moment. There's this big moment in the movie where they have a breakdown or they cry or they yell or something. Well, I think in this... Or they pretend to be Elvis, you know. Yeah, I think in this time they didn't show the little clip at the Oscars. And so that's why Oscars go to moments because they need a clip to show on the big screen. And they show your best moment and then they show the best moment of the other person who actually acted better across the whole movie. And they go, but that that 10-second clip was better than that. Yeah, that single speech. Yeah. um, Terry Garr was very good as well. She was very good. She was nominated for an Oscar that didn't win. I only really think I know her from Young Frankenstein. (laughs) I actually was thinking that. I'm like, I'm sure I've seen her in something else, but I couldn't. Think of anything, and I think it might have been as she's be- as older. Yeah, I won't do her known for in case that's what we're doing. Yeah, George Gaines, his known for is Police Academy. George Gaines. Uh, he plays John Van Horn. John Van. Horn. Who is the actor surgeon who can't? He has to read the teleprompter. Oh yes, him. Yeah, the tongue. He recognize. He recognize. <clears throat> oh, he recognize me. Yes. <laughs> I when we were in that him. bar having a yeah, gym cocktail with, with Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Um, he came in because he's been following Dustin Hoffman for 40 years. Yeah. Um, Hoping and... for another big movie. <laughs> yes. I recognised his voice as well. Yeah. He's, he's got that quite He's the voice. like boss man from Police Academies. Yeah. All yeah. seven and a half of them. He's like almost Leslie Nielsen, but not. Yeah, well, I thought... Uh, flying High at first. When I first saw him, I thought, oh, he's in Flying High or yeah. Airplane, depending on where you come from. Yeah. Um, but then I looked him up. Because I was like, he's not Les- Leslie Nielsen. Maybe he plays the pilot. Mm. Where Leslie Nielsen is like, don't call me Shirley. Yes. Um, oh, I saw a meme. Oh, it's the meme of the week. Um, we're, just, we're, we're audibly <laughs> describing, for those that are listening, can you... Put a meme up on YouTube. <laughs> just like, yeah, so, yeah, I'll try and find this meme again, and I'll I'll put it up. This is a weekly occurrence for any new listeners. We I'll love put to, the, to describe a meme. I'll put the meme up from last week because I found the one I talked about where I said it was Venom is a movie of twenty twenty one. Oh, I saw that during. Yeah, the but week it wasn't well. Venom. It it's was like, another movie. It's like Facebook heard us talking about it. Yeah, and then. Was like this is what Lee was talking about. But we're not saying Zuckerberg that you're listening, even though you are. It was the movie Morbius, anyway. Oh, that's right. Um, the meme is, <laughs> and it was Morbius was a movie that was released in 2021. Do you want me to describe no, this again? Right. As well? no. Morbius truly has to be one of the films released in 2022 so far. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto did a job playing Morpheus. Anyway, Morbius. Morbius. Morpheus. The meme is. It's the. I need to set up what type of meme it is. Okay. The meme the, set. The girl. No, it's... The girl with the fire It's the her. text. Me, okay. person, oh, me. Me, you, and then a Me yeah. to my nine-year-old son. Yes. I've got a pun for you. Yeah. No, no. Sorry, let's try again. Okay. My nine-year-old son. 
Yes. I've got a pun for you. Yeah. Me. What is it? Nine-year-old. Yeah. It's a joke oh. that makes a play on words. <laughs> <laughs> and then me right to the bottom. I just got Leslie Nielsen by my nine-year-old son. Oh, that's great. Took way too long. Um, representation <laughs> of Tootsie. Tootsie. Uh, so next, none. Yeah, next in the um, Archie Q De Niro scale is representation. It's not none. There's people of colour in Yeah. It. There's people of colour in his acting class. There's people of colour on the show. There's people of colour in the crew in, like, key roles in the queue. Yes. Not just, like, in the background yeah. or serving the food in the cafeteria. Yes. So but it's not a zero. For a movie that's about... What do I say? For a movie that's about cross-dressing... Yeah. It's very straight. I yeah. know that's not what it's about because it's, it's not a... Queer movie. Queer movie. But Mrs. Doubtfire... Or Tootsie 2. Um, <laughs> Tootsie colon Tootsie, the nanny. <laughs> Tootsie 2 colon I'm a nanny. Yeah. Um, has at least some representation. Because that's the thing I, did, that I missed from Tootsie. Was that transformation bit of it of him getting into it. You wanted a montage. a montage. Of, Don't tell me not to live. To, you know. <laughs> I wanted a montage. of Or just him. Because they kind of referenced it a bit in the opening credits. Mm. It'll look like he's done makeup before. So it's like, that's why he can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I he's found an actor that... that can do makeup so he can do drag. I found that very quick as well. Yeah, like, I didn't really like No that. one's going to hire you, Michael. And then... And then the iconic walking And then he the walks down the street. City. Yeah. Which I both liked and disliked. Yes. Because it was very quick and like you said, we didn't get a montage. Yeah, but also, cause, but also it saved time. But also... I don't like movies one. where you, they have to explain that shit to people. Yeah. If it was made in 2022, we get a montage and we get a discussion between um, See, Dustin Hoffman yeah. and Bill Murray. Yeah. About, about... So why are you doing this? About like, oh, I need to come up with a way for people to hire me. And then Bill Murray says something, Bill Murray. Well, if only you were a woman. Yeah. Because did... that's what women need, men taking jobs from them. Yeah, well, I don't think you could make it these days. We'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the representation is a half. Or a one? Well, I was going to give it a one and a half. Right. But then uh, Jessica Lang says, when to the story about her dad drinking down at the bar with Injun Joe. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> So I think we're going to give representation a one. Yeah, let's... Okay. Um, did I cry? No. Nah. There wasn't really a moment to cry. I almost cried at the old lady Alzheimer's Google ad the other day because I saw the oh, full, I full knew, one. I knew you were going to cry at that. The full... I saw the full, full one. Don't say the G word too loud. My G word will go off. Oh, Yeah. And she's I, like, Alzheimer's is a condition. <laughs> a condition where I was granddaughters forget that their grandmothers played football. I was listening to another podcast during the week. Yep. Um, and they were talking about, um, like, technology and taking over and all that kind of stuff. Skynet. And, yeah. and the robot that broke the chess kid's finger. And um, it was like, and they were talking, the host, and they were like... Um, Oh, blah, 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 Alexa, da, da, da. And then they go, oh, sorry to anybody who has an Alexa that's listening. It probably just went off. And then it goes, hey, Alexa, transfer money to account. Yeah. Hey, Alexa, go to patreon.com forward slash two big cinema. Yeah. Anybody um, out there that's yeah. got an Alexa, subscribe. You're um, already, you're already a patron. Alexa's was, done it for you. <laughs> there were, Tootsie is not a cry movie. And then, but no, because not, there's no big there's victory. No, woo, the ending. We'll get to the ending. Oh, um, yeah. No crime. No. It's more of a comedy movie, though. It's with a nice moment. It's a nice moment. I did like the moment where Jessica Lange's dad kind of forgives Dustin Hoffman. That was a nice When they're having a the beer bar. in the bar. Yeah. But it's not a crying moment. But that also makes me not like the ending. You wouldn't mm. do that. 
no. I ain't no queer. And then you'd punch him in the face. Oh, but he's a nice guy. That's what he's you need. a nice guy. That's why yeah. Dorothy, if Dorothy was a real person, would have fallen in love with him. Yes, yeah. But instead, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman as a woman <laughs> um, fell in love with Jessica Lang. Mm, which segues nicely into our next letter. Horniness. The horniness of the movie. Dustin, Michael, what's his, Michael? Michael Dorsey. Dorsey. Is horny. Is horny for Jessica Lang? No, before that. Oh, at the party. Michael Dorsey is horny for any woman that walked into his apartment. Yeah, you go, have I met you? This is my apartment. That's my bed. Should we go over there? Yeah, can I have your number? I gave it to you before. Oh, well, can I have it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> but, and the tongue. There's a character named the tongue. Yeah, there's a couple of sleazy men. The director is a sleaze. Dabney Coleman. That's who Dabney Coleman is. Yeah. And the surgeon guy is a sleaze as well. Yes. Uh, George Gaines, John Van Horn. Mm. And, yeah, Dabney Coleman, Ron Carlyle. They're both sleazers. Dustin Hoffman is horny for Jessica Lang and Gina Davis, but not horny for Terry Gar until Terry Gar catches him in his room and his yeah. only solution is to have sex with her. That's, yeah. That's terrible. Um, what a great first scene for Gina Davis in her movie career. She is skinny. Yeah. And hot. You know what the other nothing. You know what was messing me up? There was a Gina Davis movie, right? Gina yeah. Davis is in it. And they were calling another character Dottie. And that's her name in A League of Their Own. <laughs> yeah. And it was messing me up. Every time they were talking about Dottie, I'm like, where's Gina Davis? Where's Gina Davis? Maybe Ten I just years older. Too much A League of Their Own. Actually, that's not a thing. I take that back. Gina Davis, ten years older. Yeah. In A League of Their Own. Um so the, the horniness is a solid three. Dustin, Doctor, Director. The three Ds of horniness. Three Ds of D horniness. <laughs> All right, so the horniness, the horniness is, is a, a three. Yeah, a three. Let's go a three. Yeah. This is going to be up there so far. Okay, insults. All right. Oh, a great insult. Right, Sidney Pollock, who I didn't realise was the director, director until I looked him up. Yeah. No, I didn't realise the director was playing that guy. I knew Sidney Pollock was the director because it came up in the opening credits. Yes, but you didn't realise who Sidney Pollock was. But I've also seen that guy in movies. Yes. And now I know Sidney Pollock, shows. the director. It's is another episode where somebody in the in the movie has also been Will and Grace. <laughs> we are just watching movies. Um, if anybody's new, the way we pick our movies is if they've been in Will and Grace or ER... From my perspective. Well, and from my... Well, you know, what covers every single actor in American history is Law and Order. Law and Order, yeah. So every person in every movie ever has yeah. been in an episode. It's like if we were doing an Australian movie, we'd just go, you have to pick a movie by an actor that was in Home and Away. Neighbours. Or Neighbours. Home and Away or Blue Healers. Yeah, done. <laughs> More Blue Healers content coming soon, by the way. Stay tuned for that and follow at two, The Two Brothers ENT mm. uh, for when that is coming. It's the not a name. Growing on me, by okay. The way. Michael Dorsey. Uh, no, when the guy from Southwest General gets the role on Broadway that was meant to be Michael Dorsey's, right? Yes. And then Sidney Pollack says he's a name. Yeah. And Dustin Hoffman goes, "Michael Dorsey's a name." He goes, "No, it's a name to send back a steak." <laughs> I thought that yeah, was a, an interesting. Yeah, it's an that was great kind of thing. That was great. Um, Yours is a name to send back a steak. Terry Gar, Terry Gar's a bitch. Does Jealous. She, she, she calls Dorothy mm. a cow. Yeah. And she and um, calls fat some too. other woman fat. She calls Dorothy fat. Yeah, right. But also, I wrote this quote. I don't know who said it. Mm. And he goes, "It's just were you ever famous? No. Then how can you be a has been? Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's good." I don't know who... I wrote Macho Shithead. I don't know who says it. Macho but Shithead. But that comes up a couple of times, I think. Yeah. Oh, maybe to the... Probably about the director. The director yeah. is a Macho Shithead. Dabney Coleman, who plays the director... He's great. I've seen him in three things, maybe. All around the same time. I think he's the main boss asshole guy in 9 to 5. Uh, yep. Mr. Something Something. Yep. Um, Franklin Hart Jr., 
Um, and he basically plays the same character in everything I've seen him in. So character actor. Yep. So he plays Ron and Carlyle well. in Tootsie. He played Franklin Hart Jr. in 9 to 5, which I haven't seen and I really need to. Ooh. He plays McKittrick in McKittrick, yeah, in War Games, which is an average movie. Um, but he's been working up until 2019. He was in an episode of Yellowstone. Is he still alive? Is yeah. he dead now? No, he's in something called oh, no. Someday Sometime, which is in pre-production. Oh, no. He's playing Ivan Fogel. He's 90. Watch out, listeners and watchers. Um, if he dies soon, it is my fault. I shouldn't say that. It's going to sound like I killed him. But that's a curse. I have a curse that pops up a little bit. But I didn't kill Olivia, so his main oh the Beverly Hillbillies. I knew he was in that. I knew. Yes, it. he's the yeah. boss banker man. Yes, he, play, he plays. He plays a boss guy the whole time. Yeah, he plays Franklin Hart Junior. from Nine to Five. Yeah. as another character yeah. in. Uh, you need to watch that. Lily too. Tomlin's in Beverly Hillbillies too. Yeah, she's she's his assistant. Yes, <laughs> like in Nine to Five. There we go. There you go. Oh, six, six degrees. degrees. Okay. Uh, the insults are good. His top four are War Games, 9 to 5, You've Got Mal and Tootsie. Right. Okay. Um, I'll remember that. The insults um, are good. The insults are good. I wouldn't take anything away. You know, it's, I'm not going to use it. Macho shithead. Macho I, shithead. Actually, I probably will use that. I'd love to say to someone, you've got a name for a man to send back steak. Yeah. But I don't know if that's ever going to come up. No. And also, I'm a nice person, so I'm not going to say that. To their face. No. I'll I'm going to give I'll it a... I'll someone a macho shithead behind their back. I'm giving it a two and a half for insults. Yeah, I like that too. Okay. Yeah. This one we do differently. Okay. Okay. Lee's favourites. Little Enclosure. Enclosure. Well, we get everything from the shit, almost studio apartment of Dustin Hoffman and Bill Murray. Yeah. To the farm. The farm. They don't live there though. He does. The dad lives there. The dad lives there. Right. I'm giving it a one, two. I'm giving it two, two is apartment. apartment. They don't live in a trailer. And Jessica Lang works in a works in an apartment. Lives in an apartment. apartment. It is so a big one. It's a nice apartment. Yeah, but she has a nanny. Yeah, is the kid the director's kid? I assumed that. Yeah, it's a baby, so I would guess so. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Quotability. Quotability. I don't believe in hell. I believe in unemployment. I wrote. I wrote, oh, God, I begged you to get some therapy. Oh, the, <laughs> Sydney Pollock says to Dustin Hoffman about getting some therapy. Oh, when they then, go into the Russian team. And then they go Russian team. He's like, I begged you to get some therapy. Sydney Pollock nails this. Oh, yeah. Um, he, the it's almost thing, like he made the whole role for himself. <laughs> yeah. The other quotability thing I wrote, um, it's when the screen testing um, Dorothy. Yes. And the zoom in, I was like, I'll zoom out. Yeah, zoom in, uh, not too zoom much. Out, zoom, zoom out, zoom out. And she goes, go um, uh, go farther back. I'd like to make a, a bit more attractive. How far back can you go? And the person goes, how about Cleveland? <laughs> That's not nice. There's quite a bit, the quotability of no one in this town will hire you is iconic. Okay. But it's not like quotable. You know what I mean? Yeah. In... Used in everyday life. Yeah. I A good quote that is not used in everyday life because it doesn't apply to a lot of situations. I was a better man with you as a woman than with a woman as a man. That he says yes. to yeah. Jessica Lang at the end. Ugh. I'm going to give it a one, one for quotability. And a half. I'm going to give it a okay. one and a half. We do separate on Yeah, we do separate. Yeah. But then what drink is in it? Um, we do joint. We do joint. Just there for an was, update. There was really only one answer to that. I'll give you a halfway update before we get into the De Niro scale. I can tell Ooh, you already going? Uh, it's going to beat Flubber. <laughs> Flubber got 22.75 and we're already up to 21. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Drink Coke. Coke? There's a bottle of Coke in Jessica Lang's apartment. All right. I didn't notice. It's the only time you it's see a Coke it. Movie. I, no, I switched on at that point. I was like, we're in her kitchen. What is she drinking? Oh, it isn't like, white wine. Quick, quick. Somebody's <laughs> drinking. There's a bottle of Coke uh, on her kitchen bench. So drink is whether or not it's Coke or Pepsi. And we give two points to Coke and one point to Pepsi because we are Coke 
a Coke family. Yes. RC Cola comes third. A very distant third. Our friend that loves RC Cola had her birthday the other day. Oh, not the one that loves LA Ice. Oh, no, LA Ice. LA Ice comes fifth. Um, Shout out to you if you're listening. Um, (laughs) And remembers that really obscure reference. (laughs) (laughs) That we didn't include them in? No. No. She'll be like, like, I love LA Ice. She's like, I love LA Ice. I always used to take it to those boys' parties. Whoever, oh, whoever, they're, talking. whoever they're talking about must be of great taste. <laughs> oh. We love you if you're listening. Um. <laughs> <laughs> One other person's going to get that joke. Yeah, and they, and don't, they listen don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Alrighty. This is um, the problem with family podcasts. Is that? Yeah. This is why we needed a. Co- we needed a. Um, subjects. Yeah. Otherwise, it was going to be Lee and Brett host the In Joke podcast. It's going to be those other people that are just mates that talk shit. They've made a good career out of themselves. Don't worry about that. All right, um, okay. endurance is in the uh, De Niro scale. Smoking indoors has not endured. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of smoking. There is. Um, I we touched on it briefly earlier. I don't know if you could make this movie today. Yeah, no. Especially because the I the problem <clears throat> that I kind of had with it was the subtext of there isn't a woman out there that's strong enough to play this strong woman on TV. So we have to get oh, a man see, to do it. But they didn't know it was a man. I'm not saying it's the... The TV people. The TV people have said, no woman's good enough, we need a man to play the woman. It's the They didn't say that because they didn't know it was a man. No. But, yeah. I'm not I sure I got too much of that subtext. I didn't like... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, there was something about it that just didn't sit right. You know what didn't, didn't quite click? All they didn't go deeply enough into mm-hmm. was, as a woman, he's a feminist. But it takes him far too long, and they don't discuss it, <laughs> that he's an asshole to Terry Gar. Well, that's the, that's the, yeah. That's the pull, push and pull that, thing. And that's that's the conflict. I didn't like the ending, because do they stay friends? Yep. Do they? I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, but then... Asshole to Terry Gard, they don't stay friends. Still kind of a dick and an asshole to Jessica Lane. Lied. But they end up together in the end. Well, do they end up together or just she's using oh. him for his wardrobe? They did the walking. <laughs> oh, they did the know, walking, walking away. Off in the distance yeah, okay, while the well. Hollywood, it's, it's they're together. implied. Yeah. I... No, I mean, like, I just didn't like that. But then it was like, it's a hap- it's a too much of a happy ending. And I know it's that kind of movie, but I don't. He was. He did this thing that was a bad thing. Yeah. He shouldn't kind of get away with it. Yeah, and I do. I do like that they didn't just go. Let's make jokes, and this is not a criticism of Mrs. Doubtfire. Let's make jokes of a man dressing up as a woman. Which Mrs. Doubtfire mm, mm. does, but it came off a bit. Mrs. Doubtfire has the family thing, yeah, which contra not contradicts but complements the pure jokes of a man being a woman. Yeah, they made him a woman, but they made him a feminist. And obviously, the arc of Michael Dorsey is that by being a woman, he realizes how tough it is for women. Yes, but he's still an asshole to Terry Gar. Yeah, and. He's but because then at the end horny for Jessica Lang. But then at the end he's not an asshole to Jessica Lang. But he doesn't go and make amends with Terry Gar. That's what I didn't like. Yeah. Unless the unless the shot of the fact that then they're both in that play together in the end means they've reconciled. But But that doesn't really when show. When she anything. loses it in their apartment, she's yeah. like, Don't talk to me ever again. Yeah. Don't call me. I'll see you at rehearsal. Yeah. So that is Terry Gard being professional, more professional than Michael Dorsey, the has been. Yeah. Might have been famous actor. Yeah. 
I also don't like the comment from the dad, Jessica Lang's dad. He I ain't no queer. At the end about women. Or yeah. The, I'll buy the fireplace. Bulls are bulls and roosters don't lay eggs. Yeah. It's an out, that's an outdated. That's not going to fly yeah. these days. No, the, the thing for me was like, it, it came of like a man, the man had to come in and save and be the feminist. And a woman couldn't be that. Yeah, I that's understand what the that. That's movie is. A movie where a woman goes and gets a job and becomes a strong woman is a, it's kind of a shit movie, if I'm explaining it that way. There's no twist yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, there's no twist on it. Yeah. It is a bit of an interesting way, and this is something that we're going to talk about a lot in our Rainbow Popcorn podcast, which yeah. is coming up soon, about presenting a story that needs to be presented to an audience that isn't that audience. Yes. So using Dustin Hoffman's playing of a woman to highlight the issues of women to men who wouldn't watch Jessica Lange face the issues of being a woman. Like yeah, if you made okay. this drama, yeah. look how tough it is for Jessica Lange to make it in make it in TV. Yeah. Men aren't going to see that. But a comedy with Dustin Hoffman in it, yeah, men I think are more likely to see. Yes. So I okay. think there's an element of using that, which is a little bit pandering. Yeah. And so all of that doesn't stand up. No. I, the jokes, I think still work though. I think the humour still works. And there's no special effect. There's it. no special effects to fail. So I don't know. It's like a two and a. It's average. It's two and a half for me. Soap operas haven't changed in forty years. No. And unfortunately, doctors sending a battered woman home to a beating abusive husband hasn't changed either. No. But um, there's still the spots for the feminist. I think it's quotes. You couldn't. You could make a similar movie, but not the same. You could still yes. have a man and in terms of endurance dresses up as a woman to get a job. And in terms of endurance, you have to watch this as oh, this was made in nineteen eighty two. Yeah, which doesn't mean that you know Which means it's not it has great endurance. with the endurance. So I'm gonna give it a two and a half because the comedy still works. Yeah. And the performances still stand up. Yeah. And the look of the movie still works. I'm also gonna give it a two and a half. Okay. Nostalgia. I had no nostalgia because it's the first time I've seen this movie. I, I don't have nostalgia either because it's not a movie we watched when we were young. Mm. Made me so nostalgic for Rain Man because this is about a similar time for Dustin Hoffman. It's right. not, but it's a younger Dustin Hoffman right. than Meet the Fuckers. Okay. One. It made you nostalgic. So you're giving it a one because it made you <laughs> it made nostalgic, nostalgic for another Dustin Hoffman. For a younger Dustin Hoffman era. I'm going to give it a zero. Okay. Because that's no nostalgia for me. We did Flubber last week. That's a like a... That's nostalgia. That's, that's my nostalgia. Yeah. Not Tootsie. Yeah. Our cousin, I was talking to him about the podcast, and he said, you haven't done a movie that I've watched for a while. I said, we just did Flubber right. that Grandma had on VHS. Yeah. He's like, yes. All right. I'm going to listen to Flubber. Yes, good. So there's nostalgia there. Yeah. Um, impact. The only thing I could come up with for impact, I know you've got something, but the only thing I could come up with for impact was that the novel that Mrs. Doubtfire is based on was written after this movie came out. So you're saying it had an impact because it also was then allowed for us to have... It made the woman Mrs. write Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire novel. Did it though? Or are you just assuming that? I don't know. <laughs> Causation I... may equal the other word. Right. Correlation. Correlation. Okay. So for okay. that, I'm giving it a point 0.5. <laughs> um, it gave us a Gina Davis. I knew right? that's what you'd give us. Um, in terms of impact, I don't know if this fits into the impact category, mm -hmm. but it is parodied a lot in pop culture. Does that go into the quotability? Because you, but you're not quoting the movie. You're parodying it. Like basically there's a whole Family Guy episode on it. 
where yeah. Stewie pretends to be a woman to get a job on a show. That's a good one. I don't. I'm in, I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet. Whether or not we put parodies in impact it's or had quotability, a, it's had an impact on popular culture. Okay, then. So what? Yeah, that's well. Yeah, right. There's a whole Family Guy episode, so that's a three that's for you eight. straight away. I mean, you put that together with Gina Davis, and um, I'll give it a three. Okay, I'm going to give it a. Well, with the new information you've given, I'm giving it a one point five. I'll give it a three. Rewatchability. I think if I rewatched it without my notebook, yeah, I'd get more jokes. I think it's very rewatchable. I would rewatch. No, I've rewatched it a few times. It's one of the greatest movies ever told. If you ask the American Film Institute, I totally forgot how to talk. <laughs> I just had a stroke. We're going to have a oh. short break in a sec. Let's wrap this up. My God, what was that? Rewatchability. Uh, yeah, I think if I rewatched it, I'd get more of the jokes. I think it's very... Because it's an easy movie to watch. Yeah. It's not too dramatic to watch. And it. I think it's got the balance of comedy and comment and drama Yeah, done well. Yeah. Which, when you get an actor like Dustin Hoffman, he can do all those things. Yes. Um, it must have been hard for him at the start to be an actor that's struggling a bit and isn't great. But that's one thing I've, I, I found it hard to see Dustin Hoffman as a struggling actor. Yeah. He's so good. Because he's Dustin Hoffman. Right. Yeah. Imagine if you were enrolled in an acting class and you rocked up and it was Dustin Hoffman giving the acting class. I'd be all right with that. Yeah, that's fine. So rewatchability, I'm going to give it a 3.75. I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. Overall, some other notes. It's a classic mix-up. Oh, it's a great little classic mix-up, isn't it? There's two women and he's told a lie. It's very Shakespearean that he's told a lie and then he has to find his way out of the lie without damaging himself, which he somehow does... Do and also fails to do. Because I don't know if he, he doesn't work still. Like he does the, the, he gets the money for that play and that's what they wanted. No, he'd right? get, he'd get gigs. When Mrs. Doubtfire goes on Broadway, they'd cast Michael Dorsey because they know he can play a woman. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, Speaking of, Shane Jacobson is playing in some of the laziest casting. I've, I'm on record. Yeah, this is a common three, a common theme. Laziest casting in Australian theatre history. Shane Jacobs playing Edna Turnblad. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, the campus man in uh, Network News, Alan Rascal, went to the premiere of Hairspray oh, Melbourne. Yeah, and is. asked Shane Jacobson what it's like to play a woman. But the thing of the Edna Turnblad character is it's not him playing a woman. The character is a man playing a woman. The character isn't a man. No, the but character's a woman. The thing of the thing of the character of Edna Turnblad in Hairspray is that everybody knows it's a man playing a woman. Yes. And so the joke is yeah, it's a man okay. playing a woman. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. It's not to the level of Divine and John Waters. Yeah. But Or Harvey Feierstein yeah. going out there. <laughs> Welcome to this. Sounding like Danny Fucking DeVito's hell. sounding like Danny DeVito's penguin is the Or sounding like <laughs> that was a better Marlon Brando impersonation <laughs> than when we actually did The Godfather. Overall, Bill Murray is Bill Murray. Bill Murray I didn't like. And was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. The ending... The scene of him at the party where he's talking about, I want to play to a theatre where everybody's coming from the rain. I don't get that. That was just unnecessary for Bill Murray. I would have liked a bit more of a montage transition into becoming Dorothy. Yeah, I wouldn't use the word transition, but that's fine. Yeah, okay. Um, Um, Also, Dustin Hoffman is an idiot. Michael Dawes is an idiot. When Jessica Lange says... If you said this to me, I'd like it. Oh, fuck And he off. says the exact same line. He's a... F- that was bad. Idiot. Idiot. Um, Terry Gar's a, a, on the edge of a bit too much, but it still works. She's almost the comic relief in a comedy movie. Yeah. Her and I Bill Murray. what Bill Murray was meant to be, but it didn't quite work. Yeah. I don't think it's great. All right. Overall, I'm going to give it a four. No, I'm giving it a 3.75. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Yeah. So our score... I think it holds up. The acting's good. The writing's good. It's funny. 
It's funny. It's easy to watch. And it does make a comment. Yes. It doesn't make it in 2022 terms, but it does make a comment. In 1982, this would have been hilarious to see Dustin Hoffman as a woman. Out of 100, yeah. the Archie yeah. Q. De Niro score is 48.5, which puts oh. it second below Goldmember. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think for me, Goldmember would have been right up there in nostalgia and quotability. Nostalgia and, and quotability. And impact because I've. It it's weird. It is weird, yeah. Toit like a tiger. My friend said toit like a tiger the other day. I said. Bah, 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 bah. Someone said it to me the other day as well. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> In what context? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you stew on that over the break. Um, we're going to come back with some reviews from Google after this yes. short break, and then we'll tell you what we're looking at next week. Two drink cinema. All right, we're back. With we some reviews back. from the G-O-O-L-E. Yes. A Mr. G. Not Mr. G from Summer Heights High. Yes. It may or may not have been cancelled. You missed the letter G. Do you want to start with one from a one star or a sure. five star? Do a one star, I think. I'm using it since November and I'm on my end of the whole treatment. After my last aligner for lower, they have told me to wear my retainer for lower. Upper aligners are pending. What? I came to know from a friend that before retainers need to be removed, and when I asked the same, they said to go back to previous aligner and they will arrange a dentist appointment. (laughs) Someone's written this review. What? On the Tootsie page, which is obviously a review for their braces. (laughs) One star. Jesus. For Tootsie, so because like their it has not aligned their teeth. An exceptional cast and screenplay. The film does not date. It still elicits delight, pathos, and a slow, kind of slow-churning <laughs> comic awkwardness that comes from putting your main character not through a bad part time, but the worst possible time. The worst possible time. That was a five-star review. Okay. This is a, well, that's the only one-star review that I could find on Google. Oh, nice. So I went on to IMDb. Okay. And this is a 2 out of 10, which is almost equal to a 1 out of 5. Not half as good as as it's been made out to be. Okay. Quote, this film is a classic, quote, you have to see it. This is all I've heard when Tootsie is mentioned by friends. So I've seen it, and it's not half as good as it's been made out to be. Slow-paced. Full of poor dialogue, if it wasn't for a good performance for Dustin Hoffman, poking fun perhaps at his own public image, this film would be totally forgettable. Sorry, I don't buy into the hype surrounding this film. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's your opinion. I don't know if this is so much as a review, it's just a little life update. Okay. <laughs> Someone was, get their Twitter account confused. <laughs> Google I was reviews. 15 and took my little sister to this movie. She was 14. She had never been to the theatre before. She had the best time ever. I nicknamed her Tootsie. She passed away unexpectedly at 54. On oh, no. her stone, Don't there laugh. is a picture of a Tootsie roll. Don't laugh. Five stars. <laughs> Sorry for your loss, Pearl. <laughs> I'm not laughing. <laughs> you, you are done. You're laughing. That's why I was laughing. I don't know if I should read this. I'm crying. On her stone, there is a picture of a Tootsie Roll. Not a picture of Dustin Hoffman. No, not a <laughs> Tootsie Roll. Do you reckon, imagine, like, okay, what would you like on the headstone? Oh, you know, a Tootsie like, Roll. Sister, mother, beloved daughter, sister, beloved, yada. Yeah. I mean, can you just put a Tootsie Roll now? A Tootsie Roll. Yeah, a Tootsie Roll. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. Sure. Okay. Oh, this is a one, the one star on IMDb, which is equal to a half star on Google. Oh, that's harsh. One of the worst faux-feminist movies. Leave mm. it to Woody Allen Jr., Sidney Pollock, to come up with a script oh. written by three dudes on the blueprint of feminist film. No, this is not a good film. <laughs> Woody Allen Jr.? Woody Allen Jr., Sidney Pollock. Because they're both from New York. I think, and make movies. I think they're quite different. They make quite different movies, yeah. Uh, I think Sidney Pollock is a common funny version of Whereas Woody Williams Allen. Is fucking weird. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so this person uh, thought. Uh, next week, are we doing a faux feminist movie? No. Okay. What are we doing? Wayne? It was released. Okay, good. On the fifth of December two thousand and seven. 
So it's 15 okay. years. Yeah. And what's its? Its budget was seven and a half million That's and it grossed so 231 million. Oh. Yeah. Decent. Decent. In Any ideas? 19, two, what? 2007. 2007. December 2007. Mm, nah. It was directed by Jason Reitman. Juno? Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Good, um, good. It won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. Yeah. Jason Reitman was not happy that it was not eligible for the uh, Genie Awards, which I assume are the Canadian Oscars. Oh, yeah. The Genie Awards were given out annually. They stopped in 2012 by the Academy of Canadian Cinema and Television to recognise the best of Canadian cinema. So he's like, oh. Oh, they succeeded the Canadian Film Awards. I know we won an Oscar. No, this is his quote. Reitman expressed disappointment that Juno was ruled ineligible for the Genie Award nominations. It's a Canadian director, Canadian stars, Canadian cast, Canadian crew shot in Canada. How are we not eligible for a genie when David Cronenberg's film Eastern Promises about Russians living in London shot in England with a British crew and British cast <laughs> is uh, eligible? Uh, uh, nice. I'm sorry, but somebody is going to have to explain that to me. Oh, Jason, you're smart, Alec. Uh, Sarah Morton, the head of the Academy of Canadian Cinema and Television, said that the film had never been submitted for consideration. Oh, well, there you go, Jason. <laughs> So Let that's, me check you doing that first. That covered. So um, obviously Juno um, starring Elliot Page and Michael Cera. My cinnamonym, I invented the word and I can't even say it. Yeah. Cinnamonym was going to be Jupiter's wife. Oh, okay. Right. Because Juno is the um, boss goddess of ancient Roman goddesses. Right. Uh, so that was going to be it. Right. So Juno... So Juno next week. So let's do a six degrees from Juno. One, two, three, three, four, five, six, to Tootsie. Right. Go Tootsie Roll. Go Tootsie Roll. Sorry, okay. Again. <laughs> um, That's up there with the best of um, Google good. reviews for me. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I really think your am. review of braces was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, Juno to Tootsie. Juno to Tootsie. Um, could probably do that, I reckon. Um, stuff. No, I'm going to do him. And then I'm going to do... Sticky fuse. Oh, you pressed uh. shift too many times. <laughs> um, I'll probably do... He's in that, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They certainly are in that. Um... I feel like I'm thinking about people in the same spheres. Yes. But I can't get the connection. Yeah. Because I'm sure that, like, this person has been in a movie with a person that this person's been in. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure I get what you mean. Go, 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 tootsie, go, go. <laughs> I don't think that's how the song goes. <laughs> it's such a... Um, Late seventies, early eighties soundtrack oh, yeah. with great. the saxophone and yeah. all that stuff. Um, I'm blanking. All right, I've gone to Bill Murray. I've gone to oh. because I feel like there's Bill Murray's been in funny movies. Yeah, and so have other people, <laughs> including Jason Bateman. Yes, who was also in. I went, I was about to say, got it. Jason Bateman has been in Arrested Development with Michael Sarah, and then I just connected it back to Juno. Because Jason Bateman's in Juno with yes. Michael Sarah. <laughs> that is what you did. Um, There's a movie called Yesterday Jen. with Jennifer Garner in it. And it, it doesn't... I watched it thinking it was like not a kid's movie, but it's a kid's movie. Oh, okay. That's unfortunate. If anyone's out there... Thinking about watching yesterday. A few moments later. I'm kind of Elliot Page. Inception. Michael Sarah, super bad. Michael Sarah, Jonah. Oh no, I think I might have it. Jonah Hill. What's that? Super bad. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Oh, no, I can get back to Jason Bateman, Horrible Bosses. I went Jonah Hill, Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman. <laughs> God. 
Emma Stone, Emma Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, Emma Stone. Emma Stone is Emma, Emma Stone in Zombieland. Yeah, with Woody Harrelson. That Bill Murray's in. So Michael Sarah, oh. Michael Sarah is in Juno. Is in Juno. He's also in Superbad with Emma Stone. Okay. Who's in Zombieland with Bill Murray? Is he in that? Yeah. Right. He has a who's cameo. In Tootsie. Bill Murray's in Tootsie. That's how I've done it in three. Done. Jeez, that was hard. Fuck. A lot of editing on there my part there, way to do or it. a lot of thinking music. You can't do it in better than three. Yeah, but there's a better way to do it. All right, we are doing a known four. And let's do it for, well, Michael Cera or Elliot, Elliot Page. Page? Elliot Page. Elliot Page. Okay. Two T's. Two L's. It doesn't matter how you spell it, Fred. Um, well, that. Two, G, two G's. That. In Page. Um, What's that? That. That. I'm going to do that as a very obscure one. I'm going to do this one. that one. And done. I've got oh, my four. I can think of something, but I can't. I'm not sure about my four. Name it. Not sure about my four. Hmm. Because the. Oh, you're doing that. Let me finish off my Dubonet. I was going to say because the six degrees took so long. Maybe I'll just call it at three and not spend any more time trying to work out the name of this one that I'm thinking of. The show that he is currently in. No, I've already got that one. The one of I think I know the one you're thinking of that I've got. Directed by Drew Barrymore. No. All right. You've only got three. Yeah. And it wasn't any of the ones we said. You've got two of the ones we said. All right. Elliot Page. I think it's two T's. Two L's, two T's. It's two L's, one T. Right. Thank God, because I did three searches and I was possibly about to out IMDb as a transphobe. But they've got no. Elliot Page. <laughs> um, okay, known for number one. Oh God, is Juno. I definitely should have got this one. Juno, yes. Number two, Inception. Yes, I didn't have Inception. Oh, Idiot. How do you not have Inception? Um, I put Umbrella Academy in number two. I put Umbrella in number four. So I got two points for Juno, and yep. then I had Umbrella Academy number two. So number three is Hard Candy. Which I had oh. in the number three spot, and in the number four spot is X Men: Days of Future Past. Oh, yep. I had Juno, Inception. Yep. yep. With it. Oh yeah, good one. Right, and yeah. Umbrella Academy. No, well we both got four, so now we've got to do Michael Sarah. Well, oh, Juno and Juno and Hard Candy. Oh, God, Michael. Michael Sarah. You're gonna. I don't fucking know shit. Oh. Um. Well, we'll go with that one, I guess. And then I've got the title one. of this wrong. And then that one. I can't think of a fourth now. All right, I've got four. Done. Yeah, I've got four. Apologies to Elliot Page that I thought of Michael Sarah movies much more quickly. I feel like he's done more. I feel like he's done more out there movies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like Hard Candy is a little bit left of centre. Ah, oh, this one's a good one. First, first, super bad. Yes, which correct. I had in the number four spot. I had number one. Two, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, I that is, didn't have that. That's a stellar cast. Uh, I didn't have that either. Three, Juno. Ah, uh, that number two. I had number two for that as well. Ooh. And then in the number four spot, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh. Not Arrested Development. Nope, not Arrested Development. And not the Starring Michael Sarah, Cat Dennings. Of. What was it? Year One. And I believe this is a shit, it's a shit movie apparently. Oh, 1 BC. And it's like Michael Sarah and Jack Black are like cavemen during cavemen. the Ice Age yeah, or yeah. some shit. Shit ass. But this is Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yeah, High school student one. Nick O'Leary, member of the queer core band The Jerkoffs, meets college-bound Nora Silverberg when she asks him to be her boyfriend for five minutes. I've, I remember. I've heard of that one. So Correct. did I win that? Or did, what was that? Uh, well, I only got two points because I, I had three. Juno and Superbad in the wrong spots. I got Superbad. So you one. win. Yay. All right. So we're watching Juno uh, next week. Yes. So... Um, 
let's get on that. Yeah. Where can we watch it? Enjoy some Sunny D. Is that what she drinks? I'm pretty sure it's Sunny D. Yeah. That's what Juno drinks to try and wee on the um, pregnancy spoilers. She's pregnant. We have a friend that looks like Juno. Oh, yeah. We called her Juno for a long time. Yeah. Uh, You can stream it on Disney Plus or on Foxtel now. Disney or you Plus. can rent it on the usual platforms. It has nice. a 7.5 rating on IMDb and an 80% rating on Just Watch. Nice. So let's watch Juno for next week. That was our review of Tootsie. If you missed it because I rushed it, it got a 48.5 out of 100 on the Archie Q. Daenerys scale. Go Tootsie Roll. Sorry for your loss, Paula. Thanks, Brett. Pearl. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for the name wrong. Yeah. Pearl. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Watch Tootsie if you're keeping up. Uh, already watched Tootsie. Watch Juno. Watch Juno. If you're keeping up. Yes. And uh, we'll be back next week. Two Drink Cinema! Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.